Come with us on a journey into the unknown, the unexplained, and the unbelievable. We will test your senses and challenge your beliefs. A world where science and religion clash. Or do they? You will meet real people and hear real stories, but you will not believe. You will witness strange sights and hear strange sounds, but you will not believe. This is the New England Ghost Project. Welcome to the Nightmare. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to Ghost Chronicles Next Generation. I am Ron Kolick, sometimes known as the Reptilian Overlord. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, nobody knows what I'm talking about, but don't worry about it. Anyways, but I do uh, want some cookie dough from a commercial. <laughs> Give me, do you feed your kids raw cookie dough, or did you? Of course. You did, huh? Yes. You know, oh, with me, of course, that's the lovely voice of my co-host, the Bond Bombshell herself, <laughs> Ann Kerrigan. Good evening, everybody. Doesn't everybody feed their kids? Have we been eating raw cookie dough our whole lives? You can't. It never killed us. Yeah, well, it's supposed to. Never killed us. Well, Everything it kills you It's now. a lie. It's Everything a lie. kills you now. So you might as well eat it. That's yeah. my attitude. That's the way I look at you. You're going to die of something. My kids are still <laughs> alive and kicking, and uh, we're all just fine. I always gave them a big spoonful of raw cookie dough every time we made cookies. There you go. There you go, kids. Eat up. It's good for you. Yeah. Die, die. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, whenever I make anything, uh, like especially pudding, any of the pudding stuff that I make, um, I always, after I'm all done, I always uh, clean the pot, the pot up, you know. Well, yeah. Lick the pot, you know. Of with course. The spatula, spatula, of course. And my mom always allowed me to do that because I was her favorite. And so Aww. every time I do it, I think of her, which is kind of cool. Mm. Mm, she was, you were her favorite, huh? Oh, absolutely. Do I have to question your mother's there. judgment right now? <sighs> Get out. <laughs> <laughs> unbelievable, I was. Yeah, Anyways. unbelievable. <laughs> And moving right along, they all know it. They they hate it, but they all know it. So moving right along, welcome to Ghost Chronicles right here on Tojanet and Parrax Radio, brought to you by Circles of Wisdom, 386 Merrimack Street in Methuen, Massachusetts, and the Galant Messier Family Law Group in North Andover, Massachusetts. And speaking of uh, Circles of Wisdom, I have restarted my paranormal study group there every third Tuesday of the month. You can uh, sign up, and we have specific topics that we deal with. And uh, uh, next week's, I, next, I mean, this month's, February's month, I believe, is psychometry, one of my favorite subjects. So oh, yes. Go. I love yeah. psychometry. Anyway. I went to one of your sessions up there when you used to, to have them, psychometry. Oh, yeah, when it was in Andover Circles, yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a great group. Yeah. Anyway, uh, moving right along, we have a good show tonight. We have someone I've been trying to get on the, the show for a long, long time. He's been a paranormal investigator uh, for years now, and he's the founder of uh, Stirs, and he is Steve Clark. Steve, you there? I am, Ron. Thank you uh, for having me on. Thank you, man. Hi, Steve. You? Nice to meet you. Hi. You too. I just want to say real quick, is there any other way to eat cookies? Then by just eating the cookie doughs, I didn't know you had to cook it. No, <laughs> right? <laughs> right? I agree. I agree. Even if you and cheated I, and you bought the the roll, like the Nestle's roll, it never exactly. made it to the oven. <laughs> Ever. I, 
And then you have to drink water out of the hose. I mean, that's just, you know, the way yes. it goes. But can't do that. Like kill you, you said, too. <laughs> it will. But you know what? So will, you know, living, right? So. Yeah, breathing. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. That, that's the problem now is, is that we can't do anything. They don't allow us to do anything now because it's all going to kill us. I mean, I mean, geez, we played with sticks. We played with rocks. We used, wait a minute, lawn darts. Oh, my God. They don't. I don't oh, know. God, I love lawn darts. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we, so we could do a whole for... show just on the stuff that will that we'll take you out. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> oh, God. I'm going to wrap everybody up in a plastic bubble. Whatever. Well, that's pretty much what it's like nowadays unfortunately uh, silly, we have silly, silly. we have become that country and it's a shame but anyways so uh steve uh, you have been investigating the the paranormal for many years now and you're also the founder of stirs so let's start there and what is stirs um stirs actually stands for seeking the unknown realm society um <clears throat> it was uh founded back in october of 2010 um, shortly after my first paranormal investigation, um, which was with you, um, <laughs> actually ah. over at the Portsmouth Lighthouse. Um, oh, my favorite place. <laughs> yes. Um, I had actually seen that ep- uh, an episode of it on, um, on TAPS, and I was like, uh-huh. oh, I would love to go there. And then um, I actually play in an adult baseball league, and uh, one of my team mem- members and um, – old co-founder, uh, actually played on the same team, and he said, hey, did you hear about this? Um, so I was like, oh, that'd be cool. So I looked into it. Um, I thought it was a great opportunity, um, you know, to give back to the lighthouse and to get my mm-hmm. first experience and um, see what it was all about. And from the word go, I was hooked. <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, it's such an intriguing field, Uh you know, the more you do it, the more you get enthralled by it, and and you know, the more questions you have, of course, because <laughs> you think oh, yeah. you know everything, and you keep learning all the time, and that's Absolutely. the cool thing about it. Well, the the interesting thing is, you know, um, we've been going as a team for for nine years now, um, mm-hmm. and going strong, um, and I still consider us the new kids on the block. You know, we're uh, <laughs> we're still, um, you know, still new to this field. Um, with many like yourself and, um, you know, guys like Ken DaCosta and, um, you know, John Zaffis, guys like that, that just, they've been in this field and they got tons of knowledge and, you know, I am just, we soak it up as much as we can. Um, we try to keep it real and try to, um, go with everything with respect, um, for everything in this field from the, from the ghosts or from the spirits to the Mm -hmm. location, to each other. And then, um, on the team and in the field itself. Oh, that's pretty good. That's a good philosophy. Yeah, I, I as, as long as I've been doing it, I think there's always more to learn. And I think if you go in with an open mind, you, you'll find that, uh, you know, you, you change your mind along the way. You learn things that you thought were this way. And then you say, well, you know what? Let me look at it this way. And, well, this makes more sense. And and I found that all through uh, the years and years I've been investigating. And, uh, you know, I, I look at, like, some of the, the early um, articles that were written about me. And, like, I remember one of Women's World. And it <laughs> if you look at it and then you look at one of the later ones, it's like, 
wow, did you really say all that stuff? <laughs> but <laughs> Am I that, the same person, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. But, you know, at the time, that's the things we believed in. That's the things that uh, we thought were uh, what they were. And um, over the years, we realized, well, there's, there's a little bit different. And maybe there's another reason for this or that. And I'm not going to specifics, unfortunately, but uh, there's a, a whole bunch of things. And, and any good investigator, I believe, should be open-minded enough to, right. to look at all the possibilities. You know, and you couldn't have said it better. It's uh, it's always a changing field. Um, and I and I don't know, will we ever have the answers? Who knows? But we're, there's many like me and, and like yourselves that are, are out there looking for the truth and looking for the answers. And, you know, it's... Um, if it's in you, it's in you, and, you know, it's, it's almost like a love for it. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I, I say this, there's, you know, the um, people that are in it for the thrill, and then there's people in it for the actual um, uh, learning, I guess you want to call yeah. it, um, and, so. and to, to learn more. I always call it my own adventure, my own path. Um, even though I'm mm-hmm. on a team, and I have a team, we're all on this journey by ourselves, but together. Yeah, absolutely. That's a, that's a great point. And you left out one group, the group that wants to be rich and famous. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And have well, their own TV show. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I can't I can't say I've never been on the TV, but it wasn't to be famous. It was to get my message out. And, um, you know, I, I call it my seven minutes of fame, but it's, uh, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it was more of a, you know, hey, let's, you know, get this out to the public and, and you know, to yeah. show them what, what's out there. Um, yeah, it's for people that want to become rich and famous. I made a hundred dollars. Wait a minute, a hundred dollars. I mean, that sounds like my ghost story. It was. Yep. Exactly. I will say it was a great experience for me. Um, um, and for our team, um, cause you know, they, they bring you out to LA and you film yep. on a, on a, uh, whatever green stage or whatever, or whatever you can't even think of a uh, sound stage. That's what it's called. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they come out on the location and film, um, you know, the, the stories that were told. So, um, you know, it was a neat experience to see how all that was done. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I went to LA, I told the director, I said, if you're looking for someone that's going to tell this a different way, you got the wrong guy. You know, I'm gonna. I'm not gonna sugarcoat it. I'm not gonna. If it happened, I'm gonna tell you it happened, mm-hmm. and this is how it happened. Exactly. Um, and and they they honored that. They you know I couldn't have been happier with it. Um, mm-hmm. Maybe a little less scared when I was talking, but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, it was a it was a neat experience, and um, I'm glad I did it. But it definitely isn't it, for the money. <laughs> in, in, in reality, there, there's nothing wrong with with doing TV or radio because you're doing radio now. But uh, when I started the New England Ghost Project uh, years ago, the you know I've always been media friendly. We've always had uh, people from the press or, or uh, television or whatever go with us, and, and and part of that was for the educational factor involved is to to share your experiences with uh, everyone and. And, uh, you know, and, and it's worked because, I mean, you look at the TV shows like Ghost Hunters and Most Haunted and uh, um, now it's uh, Zach's team, what the hell, Ghost Adventurers mm-hmm. and, and a million other ones. But uh, they all got people 
you know, enthused about the field and, and, and got them interested. And, and who knows what will come out eventually for uh, the paranormal, uh, some, a lot of bad stuff, but, <laughs> but uh, there, there may be some good that comes out of it too, <laughs> uh, unfortunately. But, it, you know, the, the problem with TV is, is that uh, it, the people become so enthralled with it, and, and if they like a particular show, whatever you think, they think that's the only way you can do it, that's the right way to do it, and and that's not necessarily true. And you know that as a uh, as a team leader. Uh, you know right. that there are other groups that do differently, but I'm sure you don't dismiss them or, or whatever thing. You just don't do it their way. That, that's, you know, that's, that's, right. that's the way you want to do it. That's fine, yeah. You know, we, um, um, we do work with... Uh, a lot of different um, teams and folks, and um, like one of uh, the teams is we actually call them our sister team, uh, Rise Up Paranormal, out of Rhode Island. Um, yep. We've done some cases with them. Um, we actually, you know, help them with cases that they have up here, um, and, and vice versa. But um, <clears throat> I forget where I was going with this. I'm losing my train of thought. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it happens time to time. Um, but yeah, uh, so we definitely worked with a, diff- a lot of different styles um, through different members. And what, what we like to actually say is, you know, we like to take bits and pieces of what we like from other teams and see if that works for us. And if the right. stuff that we don't like, we just sort of dismiss it. Um, we don't ever discount the other teams for doing it, but we just say, you know what, that's not going to work for the way we want to approach this. So, sure. Um, and, and it's, it's also interesting with um, with equipment. You know, uh, a lot of people will dismiss certain pieces of equipment. We try to keep our um, eyes and minds open to the other pieces of equipment because who's to say that, yeah, uh, a spirit can't manipulate this device a certain way? Um, you know, it might not happen all the time, but we're never going to discount it. Yeah, Steve would. <laughs> Steve Parsons. <laughs> oh, every time. every time. Steve Parsons would, but that's besides the point. <laughs> uh, he's Steve, not here right now. Yeah, I know. Steve Steve Parsons, uh, he's one of the leading parapsychologists in the UK, and uh, he's my co-host for the international show. And we, we get into uh, little tips on equipment every so often and on the show and stuff, and a lot, and a lot of things at, at time. But uh, uh, A lot of things? Well, most, most things, yeah. Most things. <laughs> but yeah. It, okay. it, that's what it brings, uh, you know. Um, yeah, it's good <laughs> for me. <anyways. laughs> but anyway, uh, so, well, you, you brought up equipment. What what type of equipment do you use in your investigations? Um, I, I mean, I, I do like uh, I do like the K2s. I like uh, the SLS um, trying to um, sort of work um that into the the investigation um i do use uh rem pods um we've actually started doing the uh sds experiment and um we're actually trying to um broaden that a little bit by maybe bringing in like two pairs of headphones where people can't hear and then um maybe seeing what the uh what the results are between two different people doing the SDs at the same time. Um, Do you want to explain the experiment for our listeners who don't know what it's about? Yeah, yeah. Um, where, where I actually saw was on uh, um, the ghost show with uh, Amy and Adam. Uh-huh. And um, 
so what it is is you um, you hook up a pair of uh, noise canceling headphones to a ghost box, a Frank box, uh, whatever you want to call it. Um, mm-hmm. Basically, a radio that skips channels or um, spits out that that a spirit can use the white noise to communicate. Mm-hmm. Um, and what this does is it allows us to ask questions. Well, we put a blindfold on the person as well, so they can't see who's asking or read lips or whatever. Um, and what it is is um, we ask questions, and all they're doing is responding to what they're hearing out of the box. Um, and Oh, yeah. Uh, the, it's interesting because at first with the, just the regular ghost box, very skeptical of it, um, but I've heard some very impressive sessions that have happened mm-hmm. where – unmistakably couldn't have been anything else but a spirit. <laughs> and I can explain yeah. that a little bit later. Um, yeah, yeah. Well, you can explain so, it now if you want. Yeah. <laughs> well, we were in a Rolling Hills Asylum in East Bethany, New York. Uh-huh. And um, me and my, my wife were walking um, down to the end of the end of Shadow Hallway, walked all the way down. So we're in this like glass atrium area and, it was like three o'clock in the morning. We decided to um, call it quits and end the night. So we start walking back. And as we crossed by this one room, there were three gentlemen in it. And I'm not sure if you guys say names over the radio. You can say whatever you want. We're fine. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. So there was a, a gentleman named um, Bob Christopher. Um, okay. From uh, the uh, uh, Ghost Detectives in Pennsylvania. Okay. And then. Um, there was uh, uh, Jiggy from Boston Paranormal mm-hmm. and, um, and another gentleman in there, and they were asking questions of the ghost box. And they said, can you tell me my friend's name three times? And, of course, it's just a, you know, the, the white noise right. that you're hearing skipping right. through. And you hear Bob Christopher, Bob Christopher, Bob Christopher. Oh, my God. And And it was that clear. It wasn't broken up. It was... Like somebody had said it. Wow. So I was pretty, uh, oh, George Lopez was the third person in that room. Um, mm-hmm. So I, I literally stopped in our tracks. And as I was sitting there listening to what was going on in the room, he said, that's amazing. Can you tell me my friend's name again three times? And it said, Bob Christopher, Bob Christopher, again, <laughs> Bob Christopher. And when it said again, I was like, that just mocked him. And when mm. I turned around, me and my wife turned around to go into the room, we saw a shadow figure at the end of the hallway walk from our right to our left across the double set of doors that we just walked through. Oh, my oh, goodness. Um, and if you go on Rolling Hills' website, there's actually a picture of a shadow at the end of the hall. That's exactly mm-hmm. what we saw, but it's not our picture. So... Okay. Um, people want to look at what we actually saw and what I'm describing. That's what we're seeing. Awesome. Very cool. Yeah. Um, so, you know, the, the ghost box, um, a lot of times what I will do is just a regular ghost box session. If I hear what I think is a word, I will say, if that was what this word was, say the word apple or say something different, you know, like um, try to make it um, confirm what it's being said. Right. Because uh, a lot of people will say, well, that's a Jim. No, that's a blah, blah, blah. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
And it, it's just, you know, I, I'm trying to confirm what we're hearing and, um, you know, make sure that what we're hearing is actually what we're hearing and not mm -hmm. our brain sort of making that what we want to hear. Right. Yeah, the, the, the good thing is, I don't know if you record or not, but that's I've always found that really helpful because you're right. It, it happens so fast that words come in so quickly sometimes that people yep. really, you know, they have their own interpretation of it. At least if you can go back and play, you can, you know, hear what it was. And, okay, well, no, you know, it didn't say that. It said something else. Then you, it kind of clears it up a little bit for you. Yeah. I, um, I we have such a hard also... time focusing with that that Frank's box. I love that. That's all I can hear. I'm so focused <laughs> on how annoying that noise is. Yeah. I can't hear anything else. I'm just and like, and you're not the only make person. It stop. <laughs> oh, thank God. Make it stop. Make it stop. I can't stand yeah. this. I have to, it gives me anxiety kind of. Mm. Yeah. Um, so that's the one good thing about the Estes experiment is, um, you know, we can have people that are willing to listen to that noise um, and not know what the question is. And then um, it, it's the results that we've actually got. We actually had um, uh, we were at a I think it was at a castle. Man, I can't even think where we were at this time. But we're in like the like a turret area. Um, <laughs> I, I say a turret area is a round room. Um, right. And we had a, a bunch of people. Um, up there with us, we're on a, a public event, and we decided to break open the Estes experiment, get a bunch of people involved in it. Cool. And um, we have a trigger dog that we put out in a different room, and we call him Riri because he looks like a Reese's peanut butter cup <laughs> on the tag. He's got a tag. He's got a you know nameplate. Made him our our mascot kind of. Um, but in this situation, we just said, you know, can you tell me my my dog's name out in the other room and the girl goes Riri <laughs> and I'm like no oh way <laughs> from that point That's on we had a, about a half hour conversation with this woman um, or the spirit through this woman mm -hmm. uh, and it was just you know you ask for a name you get a name um, oh I just got texted that it was Wilson's Castle <laughs> <laughs> yeah somebody's so, listening <laughs> yeah thank god yeah. Well, there's, there's so, uh, two. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, so to me, when you get those type of responses, um, asking for a number, you get a number. Asking for a name, you get a name. Um, mm -hmm. You know, uh, you ask for a certain thing to happen in a different room or to describe something and it happens. You know, um, it's sort of val validation um, mm -hmm. that these things are working. Now, do they work all the time? No, but, um, you know, it's it's sort of what the spirits want to use. So you got to try mm -hmm. different tactics and different mm -hmm. things. And sometimes they don't want to answer at all. So This is true. Which is Where is Wilson's well. Castle? Uh, it is in Vermont. Ah. Yeah, it's, yeah. You know, it's so funny you mentioned that Estes experiment is that you know, I did an event at the Dining dining with the Dead at the Wyndham Restaurant, and uh, Jim was there, and we were my tech guy, and we were talking, and we were talking about the Estes experiment, so <laughs> it's a uh, yeah, small world, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, new yeah. Thing. Mm. We talked about it not that long ago on another show, uh, I forget with who, but recently. 
Australia. It's in, it's in Proctor, yeah. Vermont, Wilson's Castle. <laughs> I keep getting like text messages saying, "Hey, this is where we're at." This is, <laughs> which I'm glad. I'm glad people are keeping me on my toes. So, <laughs> so you guys are up in New Hampshire. We right? are. Yep, uh, we're out of the seacoast, New Hampshire. Um, a lot of people ask us where we're from, but much easier to just say seacoast, New Hampshire. Uh, we have mm-hmm. ten a ten member team. Um, we're scattered throughout the whole seacoast. Uh, some in Maine, um, but yeah, it's it's just easier to say Seacoast, and we travel everywhere. So, um, you know, if somebody is looking for an investigation or something's going on in their home, and they're looking for answers and someone to talk to, or you know, we're willing to go um, pretty much wherever. Mm-hmm. Okay. So. All right. Wow. Yeah. It's a big team. And and so if somebody wanted to get in touch with you, how could they do that, Steve? So we have many different ways. Um, so our uh, website, and it's actually a, quite a long website, but it's uh, www.seekingtheunknownrealmsociety.com. Oh, Lord. Um, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's what the, uh, the STIRS actually stands for. Yeah, if you put in STIRS in Google, too, it'll come up. Yep. Um, and uh, a phone number people can reach us at, even though it's a 207 number, it's actually um, direct to me. So it's uh, 207-809-7654. Um, and we're also on Facebook, um, Steve Stirs Clark, and um, that has nothing really to do with me. It's more of a team page. Right. And then um, uh, you can also put in a search bar at, at um and Facebook for STIRS, Seeking the Unknown Realm Society. And if you uh, are interested, we also did a, um, a radio show a few years back. Uh, I think we did about four or five years' worth of episodes every Monday, um, and that would be found on Into the Unknown Realm with Steve and Naomi, um, and that's also on Facebook. Cool. Um, <laughs> oh, sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. We're just coming up to the break, so you you have a few more seconds. <laughs> oh, okay. No, I was just I was going to um, say we have a few things coming up too. If uh, do we have time for that, or you want me to do that? Well, why don't we get to them at the break uh, after the break? Okay. So that okay. sounds great. So so anyways, uh, you're listening to Ghost Chronicles: Next Generation with Dan Carrigan and Ron Kolick right here on Tojinet and Parax Radio with our special guest Steve. Clock from Stirs, and we'll be right back after the following massages. Do you have a paranormal event, book, or something else you want people to know about? Then why not advertise it on Ghost Chronicles Radio? With over 150,000 downloads a month, get your message out to an audience that's interested in the subject. We have a plan at a cost that fits your needs. For more information, contact Ron Kolick at anyghostproject at comcast.net or call 978-455-6678. Hello, hello, can you hear me? My name is Harry Price. I am speaking to you via the medium of the ghost box. Many of you will know I carried out the first live radio broadcast from Haunted House way back in 1936 for the BBC. Now, thanks to the wonders of modern technology, I am still able to keep abreast of 21st century ghost hunting by listening to Ghost Chronicles International on Togginet. 
Parahex Radio, The Ghost Channel, and even on something called a podcast. Two splendid chaps host it. One is an American who calls himself New England's own Van Helsing, although I have discovered his real name is Ron Kolek. The other is Stephen Parsons, and he's a paranormal scientist. Well, mustache, I'm required elsewhere on something called a K2. But don't forget, I'll be listening in every Tuesday from 8 o'clock in Great Britain and 3 o'clock on the American Eastern Seaboard. I trust you will join me there. And welcome back to Ghost Chronicles Next Generation with Ron and Ann and our special guest this evening, paranormal investigator Steve Clark from STIRS. Hello, hello. Hi. <laughs> All right. Just before the break, you were about to tell us about some things you have coming up. Uh, yeah. So, um, uh, like I said, we, we'd like to do a lot of stuff that's um, more on the educational, um, you know, and bring let. Uh, the public come in. Um, so we've actually um, connected with uh, a woman named Brandy Wells that runs oh, yeah. what they call the 555 Paranormal. Yeah. Um, and so we have a, a few things where uh, we help out to do um, team leads um, to bring people around to show them uh, what we do um, in the paranormal. And then uh, what ends up happening is if they have never been on this, they will go with um, – you know, some time with us, and then they go to another team or another location in that that area, and then mm-hmm. they'll see how another team sort of investigates. Um, which is which is neat because one, we get to work with other teams, and two, um, you know, the people in the public get to see not just how we do things, but how other teams do. How um, maybe a psychic um, team might come in and approach a location um, mm-hmm. compared to someone that comes in with more of the technical base as well um so the things we have coming up um we actually have on february 22nd um we're calling it the spookeasy and it's more like (laughs) the speakeasies of the day where uh, the location right now is hidden um but once uh the tickets are purchased the location will be revealed to those people um yeah they have to sign a, a waiver um a disclosure um, so that is uh, February 22nd at 6 p.m. Um, it is uh, psychic abilities, a dinner, and then an investigation. Mm. Um, and then I actually have to say that that, um, that spookeasy will be definitely worth their time. Um, so <laughs> I'm just going to leave it at that. <laughs> um, the, the second place is uh, March 28th. We're at Kimball Jenkins Estate in Concord. Um, and that's at 4:45. And um, the third place that we're um, in the process of, um, you know, getting involved in this is a sw- uh, I think it's called the Swoop Manor in uh, Gettysburg, and that's uh, oh, okay. July 24th and 25th. Um, mm. So these are uh, things that you can go on 555 Paranormal Productions on Facebook. Um, you can look it all up. I believe there's mm. things on there that you can. Uh, purchase tickets, contact Brandy, um, and uh, learn more about the locations. 
Excellent. Oh my goodness, July in Gettysburg. Gettysburg in July. Ooh, that's hot. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It's a little hot down there. We were just down in um, uh, July in Penhurst, down in Pennsylvania, helping out with, uh, um, what was it, Penhurst Con? Was it Penhurst Con? I'm having a clue. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, I was... um, but yeah, so we were down there, and it was like a hundred and something degrees, and oh, it, was, God. it was brutal, <laughs> brutal. Um, but me and my wife were down in the tunnels, uh, giving um, small tours, and it was sort of a little bit cooler down there, but still. Yeah, hot. I was gonna say, at least you got the tunnel, so that was good. <laughs> um, and then um, I want to just say that uh, our sister team, Rise Up, is having uh, Ocean State Paracon again this year. I know, Ron, you went there last year. Um, yeah. But it's the we it's there, a new yeah. location. It's called uh, Plain Ridge Park Casino in Plainsville, Massachusetts. And it's in the casino. Yeah. yeah. Ooh, Ron. <laughs> and that's uh, and was, July seventeenth to the eighteenth. <laughs> so I've been um, there. Yeah. Have you? Yeah. Is it worth yeah. it? <laughs> yeah. Is it, nice is it worth it? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it seemed pretty nice. I mean, I was just there. You know, playing some slots. Take a woman. Not that I noticed. Oh, okay, just curious. I don't. I don't think uh, that's the kind of place it is. There, <laughs> shows and stuff. Okay, yeah, it's just curious. Uh, oh. That's Vegas. That I would ever go to. Uh, this is Plain Ridge. <laughs> okay. I mean, I, I you could probably attest to this, Ron, but I do definitely think Ocean State is a a well-run paracon in the area. Um, Oh, that was by awesome. Rise Up and, and awesome. uh, Ken. Great guests, great speakers, um, tons of oh. paranormal teams, psychic teams, whatever you're looking for. So um, definitely I would suggest people um, go down to uh, Plainsville, Massachusetts, check that out. Yeah, he's uh, yeah. Ken does a, a really great job, uh, and his group and his group uh, doing that. I thought it was very well run, excellently well run. Uh, actually, yeah. for the location and everything, that was it was pretty good. I mean, and usually uh, for a great cause. Yeah, it is, and and he's raised a lot of money for charity, which is uh, awesome as well. But I have to tell you, you talk about going places in July. Um, we uh, we did the first investigation. I don't know if you know that, but we did the first investigation at the Houghton Mansion uh, oh. before before Berkshire Paranormal was a team or anything. That we were there, and they actually modeled their team after us. But um, oh, that's awesome. So Josh and I became good friends, and then I think it was the same year or the following year we did our first Paracon down there called Contact. And we decided to do it in July. And, mm-hmm. Oh my God, what a mistake that was! It was an old mansion at that time. None of the windows opened. <laughs> and it was hot oh. as hell. Hot <laughs> and steamy. Uh, yeah. yeah. My God, in North Adams, you think it would at least be cool up in the mountains? No, it wasn't. <laughs> yeah, it was yeah. Not that cold. Let's put it that way. Oh, it well, was so the, be the, one of those hot Julys. Oh, the wow. pro- the yeah. problem with that is it's not really up in the mountains. Houghton sits down in the, the in the valley of the, yeah. the mountains, so it's a bad. it's a brutal spot. <laughs> I mean, great yeah. great location to go to, but with no yeah. air moving through there, whoo, that, yeah. that would be a rough one. So, Steve, <laughs> Steve, on your website, you have a really awesome picture of your team and standing on the steps uh, of a, a location with a big arch behind you. Where is that? So, um, 
I have not investigated there. Um, I okay. have tried right. over and over and over again. Um, but I was given permission to have my team photographed um, in front of the prison on the shipyard. Um, oh. I, uh, I'm, me and a few of my teammates um, have worked there or have worked there. Um, mm-hmm. So a lot of us have the clearances and um, security was generously enough to let us on for a weekend um, and do like a photo shoot almost. And I was like, couldn't think of a better backdrop. Oh, you couldn't it's... investigate the, oh, even with all your clearances. Oh, I'm the only time people have been asking me about that place is saying, oh, Ron, have you been there? Can you get in there? You know, it's like, no, no, no. <laughs> so, so where is this? Because I don't, I'm not familiar Portsmouth. with it. Oh, Portsmouth. Uh, yeah, it's in, it's so, in uh, Kitter, Kittery, Maine, um, yeah. Ports, Ports and Naval Shipyard. It's on what they call CV Island. Um, it's mm-hmm. a Navy um, uh, uh, facility um, or Naval facility. Um, and what it is is the old prison. Um, yeah, and the reason why they won't let anybody in there is it is literally falling down. Um, mm. Even when we were taking pictures, the building was crumbling behind us. Oh geez! Um, wow. And and you know I've, I've I've joked. I said I'd sign anything. I just want to go in and check it out. I know it. Right. I like the old old looking. Uh, hey, I tell you your equipment on that one, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> it looks fabulous. It it really it does. Is. Like I looked at that picture. I'm like, I need to find out where they took yeah. this picture. <laughs> and there's so many stories associated with it, too. I mean, when we did the ghost cruises on the, the Heritage, which runs right by the prison, and also on the other, uh, when we did out of Rye, we always go by there and, and tell all the stories about it. But it's it's an awesome place. Um, what's his name? Uh, Walt Disney was there, and uh, Humphrey Bogard. Uh, I believe he was the one who was stationed during the war. Yeah, yeah I have, I've heard those names associated with it. Um, a lot of people um, are up in, like, whether they believe that Walt Disney was there or it was part of the thing. I, I mean, I it yeah. does look like the castle, so. Yeah. <laughs> you know. yeah. um, I, have you heard the story of that there was someone buried in the floors of the castle? No, uh, the, no, of the prison. That's different. Oh, my goodness. Um, I just, oh. that, that somebody was... Um, they were, you know, building the, the place and got mm-hmm. basically um, put into the floor and covered over. Um, but nobody can find that historical records anywhere. But uh, when I was actually yeah. doing some research in November just of the place, um, one of my bosses actually came over and, and told me that story. So this so was I would, It's got a lot of mystery to it. What's that? Accidentally put in the floor or on purpose? Who, who knows? Like disposed <laughs> of in the floor. <laughs> I, I don't know who accidentally gets put in the floor, so I don't know. It's, uh... Well, I don't know. I don't know if, you know, he fell in and they couldn't get him out or what, you know. Yeah, so yeah. they just bury them there, sure. Yeah. Okay. Just leave it's, them uh, I don't know. It's those stories that, you know, you, you don't know if they're fiction or made up. Yep. Um, fiction or truth or um, but it, you know just one more story i've heard of the prison so yeah. <laughs> makes me want to sort of get in yeah. there and ask questions and uh i believe uh that one of those stories too is about humphrey bogart how he uh that's how he got a scar was that in that prison yeah i've heard that too yep. you heard that one too <laughs> I, I have yeah so I, uh, 
What was he? He was incarcerated at the prison, Humphrey Bogart? What? How did you hear it, Steve? What is, how's it? That I don't know. Uh, I don't want to okay. say um, that, that he was incarcerated or he was a guard. Um, I'm not 100% sure on that. So when he was... So yeah, he I was think in... an altercation broke out either between himself and a prisoner or himself and a guard and he got the scar. Um, yeah, sort of how I heard okay. it. So when he was in the military? Yeah. He was... Um, okay. Yeah. Or right. prison. Well, he would be in the military. Right. Actually, it was a military prison, so right. one way or the other, he was in the military. Okay. <laughs> yeah. A lot of people have gone through those walls. So, um, oh, you know, and yeah. I've, I've seen pictures of the inside, uh, very gorgeous architecture. Um, I heard the, the floors were amazing and the gymnasium was, you know, amazing. Um, mm. The sense has been destroyed by animal weather, um, people breaking in, that type of stuff. So... I um, you know it's it's a, it's a shame because it's a beautiful building and you know to just to watch the historical stuff fall down and yeah. and people not yeah. just you know try it's to the, keep it going it's sort of heartbreaking. Yeah, the, at one time there was even talk that a, a company was going to build a hotel there, and but that fell through too. They were going to buy it and put a hotel in there. But so what uh, I, heard, I mean. What, you know, there's always hope because look at Wood Island Life Saving Station, which is a little bit farther down the river. Uh, that was in total shams. When I went down there, it was like almost all gone. And they got a group in there that spent tons of money, millions of dollars on it. And now it's almost fully restored. It's absolutely gorgeous. Yeah. So uh, hopefully I'm going to be doing something out there as it goes to us, too. So that would be great as well. So. Nice. Well, if you ever get back to BNL to investigate the lighthouse over there at um, – um the uh, Coast Guard station, you know, mm-hmm. call me up. I would love to go back out there. Um, some of the best well, experiences. Tell, to tell you the truth is that uh, the last board meeting, uh, you know, I'm on the board of the Friends of Portsmouth that we maintain the lighthouses. And uh, I proposed and, and it got accepted. We just have to. Uh, make sure we have the, the clearance and everything is that we're planning on doing pro nights this summer, which means you could bring Hello? a team in and investigate as a team. Okay. <clears throat> I lost you audibly there for a second, but um, no, I'm oh, definitely well, interested. Yeah, yeah <laughs> we're, we're, planning, we're planning on doing pro nights at the Lighthouse this year where you oh, could okay. bring a, your whole team in. Very nice. That that would so, be something I would definitely be interested in because it's uh, like I said some of the I mean my first disembodied voice that I ever heard was there in the lightkeeper's house uh, heard oh. the footsteps coming up the um, the the lighthouse stairs while we were sitting at the top oh, yeah. um, and I also remember the door opening by itself at the bottom and that's a pretty thick door oh yeah and the alarm and the alarm going off because that door opened by itself oh. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, and you were there when the alarm went off? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was... Oh, that was... okay. Now I know when that, that was. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, it, uh, you know, very interesting. It made me, um, like I said, get really hooked into this field um, to know why things are happening and, um, you know, what's the next phase of my journey, you know? So, <laughs> uh, I thank you for letting me have the opportunity to come on that. So. Oh, that's <laughs> 
I mean, that's what we do. So that was perfect. Uh, and, you know, we got another team out of it, which is even better. Right. But, uh, yeah, that place is uh, why I fell in love with lighthouses. And, you know, I've done uh, at least a dozen of them uh, over the years. So not counting have that you, one out how many times. Have <laughs> you ever gotten to go down to St. Augustine? No, I have not. Yes. I, we actually have standing... Uh, invitation, but no, I haven't traveled. I don't travel well. <laughs> <laughs> that is a that is a must do uh, lighthouse if you ever get the chance. It's yeah, yeah um, you been there? Gorgeous and uh, yeah, I, I've been there once. Um, I climbed those stairs probably four different times. <laughs> oh, wow, wow. Um, it's, it's a, a workout. Work yeah. It is a workout, yeah. um, <laughs> but it's uh, definitely an interesting place when you're standing at the bottom and you're hearing banging coming from the middle of the lighthouse and there's nobody up there. Oh, wow. Um, you know, and it's a locked door at the top and it's, uh, makes you think, but, um, mm-hmm. there's a lot going on there. So, um, you know, from child spirits to a light keeper that fell off the, off the lighthouse. Um, and I think they're all there. So mm-hmm. one awesome. big party. <laughs> yeah. Well, the thing with yep. lighthouses and, and you can correct me if, um, you think I'm wrong on this, you know, most light keepers, they live there. That's their life. That was there. They put their heart and soul into these lighthouses. Mm-hmm. And, you know, either when they passed away, either doing something with the lighthouse or um, later in life, you know, that was a love of theirs. So um, mm-hmm. I think their spirit sort of or energy sort of hangs around and goes back to that place they love. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah, they they do. There's there's so many reports of former lighthouse keepers uh, in in these lighthouses. One of the most interesting one I found, and I can't remember the name of the lighthouse, unfortunately, was, but I believe it was in North Carolina or South Carolina. It was, um, you know, that the lighthouse keeper and their family, the wives, were that their responsibility was to keep that light going. And uh, right, what had happened is uh, her husband, the lighthouse keeper. Uh, was sick and he he couldn't you know was definitely sick and he couldn't get out even get out of bed so she went to try to take care of it and while she was doing it uh, the lighthouse uh, the light something broke on the light or something and uh, she tried to do it and she fell down and then uh, she woke up and she saw a man standing over her over her and then the the light whatever was was done it was fixed and uh, the lighthouse was running and she looked into the past and she saw that it was a former lighthouse keeper there that uh she had seen when she woke up from uh, being fall down knocked out hmm. wow wow so definitely definitely uh, interesting <laughs> and uh go ahead and i wanted to ask steve so do you have a favorite place that you've investigated besides portsmouth lighthouse yeah, so I mean, uh, when when I'm asked this question, I'm asked it quite a bit. Um, mm-hmm. I would I would definitely um, have to say that it was uh, Rolling Hills Asylum, hands down. Oh, um, so yeah. far as my favorite. Mm-hmm. Um, every time we've been there, something has happened, and you know, I when I say happened, it's not really like a scary um, thing, but it's more of like the in your in your face like what was that you know it's it's Mm -hmm. sort of you can't dismiss it um from the shadow figure walking across the hall the uh ghost box session in the room um that i overheard um 
I've had teammates that have seen things crawling out of rooms. Um, and my wife <laughs> both have heard um, like 20 people walking on the ceiling above us. And uh-huh. um, when we uh, went to go investigate, the top of the where we were was just an open roof that was locked. Um, impossible to happen. Um, I've heard uh, people like clearing their voices that nobody in that part of the building um, <clears throat> heard a whistle actually mimic my whistle back to me. Um, uh-huh. I heard an EVP um, from uh, another group that the gentleman asked, well, you actually seen a Rottweiler walking um, through the hallway and he asked whose dog that was. And on the EVP you hear, that's my dog. Um, uh-huh. And it was in a gruffly voice. And come to find out, the guy that lived there did have a dog that walked the hallways with him, um, trying to keep out intruders. Um, oh wow! So, yeah, it was. You know, when you when you start putting those things together, uh, very interesting. You know, um, from yeah, and and what's really interesting is the the woman uh, Sharon that runs uh, the location actually thinks of them as her children. You know, she walks in and gives them a lot of respect, says hello to them, uh, goodbye to them, asks them how they're doing. Um, <laughs> you know, it's, I don't know, you could probably um, sort of relate to this, but you almost get drawn to certain places. Um, like, mm-hmm. it's almost like it calls to you, I call it, but it's, uh, you know, it's, um, certain places, like, draw you in. Right. Um, and I think that's what that did for her, so... Uh, anytime we can get out there, um, it's a little bit of a drive, but we'd love bet. to go back. So, <laughs> so let, let me ask you this, Steve. If you had the opportunity to investigate three places anywhere in the world, money wasn't an issue, uh, clearance wasn't an issue, and nothing was an issue, what three oh, places man. would you love to investigate? Wow. Um, so I, I would always love to go over to Ireland. Um, I have an Irish background, uh, our heritage. Um, so the, the castles in Ireland and just the folklore of everything from leprechauns to fairy hills, you name it, um, that mm-hmm. just pulls me in there. Uh, so Ireland, definitely. Um, I would definitely like to do, um, probably like Waverly Hills, um, that type of location. Um, and I guess my third, um, I've always said, you know, uh, Eastern State Penitentiary. Um, mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know why, um, but it's just one of them places that have been calling me for a long time. Um, would love to get in there, but I would love to just do it, like, as a team setting um, and be able to have, like, free reign. Right. Well, all these places you would do that. This is there's no there's no restrictions whatsoever. If you could just <laughs> investigate with your team, nobody else, no, there'd be no problem with money or whatever. You just pick the location. You could go. What would the places go? And that's that's what I was yep. kind of. Price is no object. Price is no object. <laughs> Clearance right. is no object. Money is no object. Is yep. no problem at all. That that would be my three. Um, you know, but we Good did choices. start this team to uh, help people in their homes. So that is what it's all about, really, for us. I mean, we do the thrill haunts, too. But um, if somebody calls and wants us to come in to help them out with something that's going in their home or their business, um, you know, that's our that's our calling. So so I've got to ask you about that. Now, you, you said you you go into homes to help people. How do you help people? Um, so I, uh, I like to say that, um, you know, it's it's. 
even if we're helping by just giving them someone to talk to that understands what maybe they're going through, um, mm-hmm. you know, when people hold this stuff in, it, it is, um, it's, it's not good. It's uh, very damaging, actually. Um, and if, you know, there's still a stigma out there um, that, you know, people are crazy if they see ghosts, and that's, that's not true. Um, you know, it's, we like to give those people that, that sounding board, um, you know, because I've had things paranormally happen to me since I was a kid. Um, a lot of people on our team have had their own experiences. Some have had none. Um, but it's very good, like, um, you know, to be able to understand what someone's going through. Um, so we'll go in and we'll hear um, their their claims. And, um, you know, we try to set up and try to recreate things that are happening, um, use names if we can. And then at the end, we present what we caught or what we think we might have caught. And, you know, if, if somebody says, no, that was the wash machine, okay, well, then we throw it out. Um, or we'll go in and look at it again to see, you know, what could this really be? Um, we try to present what we think is, is uh, you know, good evidence. And um, sometimes, it, like I said, it doesn't make sense to us, but it might be a name or a phrase that somebody's loved one used to say. And, um, you know, to sit down across from somebody and see them start tearing up because their uncle or their grandfather or their dad used to say a certain phrase to them, um, and they get validation that that's who they think that is, um, it's amazing. Mm-hmm. So that's what I was trying to get. At. I was trying to find out how you help you because you know, you know, some people go out and they try to clear spirit or they, they, you know, do this or that. And uh, yeah, I was just curious on 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 what you guys did as far as that. So, so thank you uh, for clearing. You know, yeah, um, we do have uh, you know psychics, uh, a psychic on the team, um, and you know that is. Um, something we do offer um, if, if the client would if that's what they're looking for um, we never force it on anybody um, mm-hmm. and and that's usually something between you know our psychic and them um, and mm-hmm. it's you know it's, um, it's 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 an option for them um, but like I said sometimes when they find out it is a family member or a past loved one or um, an old friend or something like that they don't want the spirit to cross over or they don't want them to be gone you know they just want them to be happy right. and mm-hmm. so okay so anyways he, we did get we just had the bell which means pizza from the dead's <laughs> here and the show is over mm-hmm. so uh we want to thank you so much for joining us we've been speaking with uh steve clack from stirs uh paranormal investigator and uh once again steve how can people reach you uh, they can reach me at uh, www.seekingtheunknownrealmsociety.com or the phone number 207-809-7654. You can also look us up on Facebook, uh, Steve Stirs Clark or Stirs Seeking the Unknown Realm Society. Okay, thank you very much. Okay, today's, today's show is brought to you once again by Circles of Wisdom, 386 Merrimack Street in Methuen, Massachusetts, and the Gallant Messier Family Law Group on High Street in North Andover, Massachusetts. And don't forget to check out my website to let you know what everything is happening with the NEGP. Uh, check it out at neghostproject.com, the letter, e, the letter N, the letter E, ghostproject.com. Alan, you got anything to add? 
fabulous uh, fake painting? <laughs> uh, kind of quiet right now in the middle of winter. So, but check out my Facebook page or fabulousfacepainting.com. There and you go. Cemetery tripping. And always cemetery tripping. If you love oh. cemeteries. <laughs> so we want to thank everyone for uh, tuning in today and uh, tune in next week uh, for another great show. So good night and God bless. Thanks, Steve. Good night. Thank you, guys. to ghosties, long-leggedy beasties, and things that go bump in the night. Deliver us good law. Information.